How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Beso Profundo podcast. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. And I am Sam. And for this episode, it is very near and dear to both of our hearts. An epic album that will rock your sock straight right to your off. cock. <laughs> i'm like i how do i how do i make this sound cool and smooth i don't know but oh my god yeah sam what's the topic today please today we are tell the people they wait eagerly bit with bated breath yes and they better be ready because today we're talking for about it. the 2001 album tenacious d the d the big d, the d. from 2001 yes. 2001 how, how many years ago was that 22 what? Wait a minute. I'm, I'm hold on. Can I just before we go any further? Can I not do math? Can I not do basic math? One <laughs> minus twenty three. I just I couldn't glaze over that. I was just I wanted to make it sound cool, like whoa, but no, fucking. Idiot. It's okay. It's, I had to think about it for a minute. That's why I paused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, just, I just had to heckle myself. But holy shit, twenty two years. Yeah. Damn. JB and KG have been going mm-hmm. hard for years and years they actually just put out a new song recently even like so like they're yes. still doing shit mm-hmm. they're currently touring as well they are touring mm-hmm. oh man do you know where they're touring i i didn't i had no even no idea i um, looked it up earlier it says on their website they're starting september 6th i think in like somewhere in the south uh north carolina maybe and then oh, they're going to indiana yeah. they're going to texas yeah not, not a lot in the on like the northeast which is disappointing because that's where we are and i would love to see them in concert but yeah it's like all south and southeast so uh, sorry washington state you're fucked just as much as we are yeah yeah because they're in charlotte north carolina franklin tennessee indianapolis indiana rogers arizona houston texas grand prairie texas and austin texas Ooh, ended an out in austin mm. that's pretty cool yeah but yeah like they they done um they they, they done did have you listened to their new song video games no is it good yeah hell yeah it is i listened to it they uh like the day it released partially because i so i had heard about it like i got a notification like ah tenacious d hot new single fuck yeah dude and so i went on and it was so epic it was animated by a youtube creator that i watch uh oni ng chris so he did like a lot of stuff for it, along with some some other people. But I mem- I remember his um his name was was mainly stapled to it. So mm-hmm. the song is good, the the video is good. It's really funny, and it just talks about how uh, Jack Black lo- really likes playing video games. Damn, that's so cool. It's really fun. It's a really fun song, and like any tenacious D Jack Black content that I can get, I just I eat up and I love. Like um, how he was Bowser in Mario movie. Oh my God, the Peaches song is way too peaches, good. Peaches, 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 Peaches. 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 <laughs> like I, he did I, not have to go that hard, but he did. <laughs> oh no, he absolutely won in, and uh, Jack Black he straight up killed it, like with his performance, like the press tour. Like, did, did you see him in like the the green suit with like the red mohawk? <laughs> yes. And then, yeah and then uh i don't remember what exactly like what show it was on but he went on a talk show and he went dressed as bowser Mm-hmm. and then he's like i'm not going out there everyone said that they're going to dress up but no one did 
It's just me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so it's literally just everyone on a couch just talking, and then it's just Jack Black, like, dressed as Bowser off to the side. That's actually incredible. Oh, no. I've, I love his energy. I've always loved his energy. I, okay. I think he hosted the Kids' Choice Awards one year also. He did. He did it twice. He did. He did do it twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, uh, I remember what, – what did he perform? Because uh, I can remember when Will Smith did it. Back. I remember I have a very strong memory that every once in a while pops in my head of a commercial for the Kids Choice Awards the second time he hosted it because he <laughs> sang um uh what's, back in what's black. that song? Yes, yes, but as like, Jack is back. Jack is back, the king is back. And don't you know I'm glad, glad to, to be, be back, back now. Yes. I'm the host with the most, the most. The, 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 the Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, so I, good. I will forever, I will always aspire to be as passionate and wild and kooky as he is, even though I do not have his uh, his gumption, his tenacity, <laughs> you know, the, the chutzpah. Jack Black is like one of several men that I trust, and that's it. I implic- Implicitly. Jack Black, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's a good one. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, um, did you hear about Danny DeVito? Like with what's her name who starred as Matilda? Like how nice he was to her. And yes. Like, right. So uh, yeah, if, and if anyone doesn't know, look that up. Like Danny DeVito with his uh, co-star on Matilda and like all the stuff that was going on with her. Really great guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, Jack Black also. I I don't know what it is. I do know what it is. You can just it's written all over him. He's just a- excellent. <laughs> um oh, and then we we also talked about him in our seal episode too yes very, brief, very briefly when he was like on stage performing kiss from a rose mm-hmm. and kyle was in the audience oh yeah with with the rose with he was like being, being sung to <laughs> yep when did you when did you first encounter the d honestly sorry, it sounded weird <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to be full of like nuances <laughs> no it, it, no straight up because like half of the songs in the album super sexy like yeah. even even if it's not in, like impressed in the title of it wow there's a lot of there's a lot of wiener just being slapped yeah. all over this album yes in before we recorded uh currently i yeah. was watching the movie the pick of oh, destiny yeah. from 2006 you're watching it right before we started literally right before and there's this one scene where they are getting the pick and literally like Jack Black has to press a button in order to get like the booby trap to go away and he uses his dick. <laughs> and it's the weirdest the weirdest movie scene I've ever seen. I was oh like Oh my god. Uh-huh? Yeah, like yeah, like you're like transfixed, like hypnotized like what is happening here? Like hello? Yeah, and I've definitely what? seen this movie before but not for a lot of years, so that was something that completely slipped my mind. Like I did not remember that scene at all. I know, just like don't even think about. And then also like I think it's a uh, what is the song that he does when he's wearing the pick around his neck where he's like projecting his voice because it's super powerful? Oh, I don't remember. God, even though I just I'm... watched it. <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, like it's when they're doing that and then uh, KG's playing the double guitar, you know, mm-hmm. and like, but it's like the lady's legs, like he's like playing from both sides. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. They're super raunchy. So viewer discretion is advised in this I know. Oh, episode. Y- 
yeah, if that wasn't clear already, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be saying lots of bad words. It's the, the album is super raunchy, just the shit that they talk about. Yeah. So buckle up, buckaroo, <laughs> strap in. Yep. It's getting a little heated in here. It but is. Yeah, so when did you first encounter Tenacious D? Oh, yes. So I don't actually remember. I remember hearing Tribute way back in the day. I think my brother was obsessed with it at some point. Makes sense. And yes. Um, and I've definitely listened to this album like as a child, but definitely not all of the songs because I would imagine that my mom looked at the track list and was like, absolutely not. But, yeah, exactly. Stacy's like, "What? What is mm-hmm. this? You're not you're not listening to cock push-ups." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. D- double team, they sound like good friends. No. I'm like, mother. "Mom, what does fuck her gently mean?" She's like, "Jesus <laughs> Christ." Yeah. Oh, like, "Oh my god, we got to hide this album." And Derek's like, "Give it give it to me." I want it. But I always loved Jack Black. I used to love School of Rock. I mean, I love School of Rock. Who's who am I kidding? Oh and my Kung god. And Panda. Kung Fu Panda, don't even get me started, Sam. Like I know you, you almost got me started. Don't even, because Kung, Kung Fu Panda is one of my favorite movies of all time. No joke. I could go on a vicious tirade about <laughs> about like all three movies. How what is his name? Uh, Lord Shen from Number Two was like a fantastic villain. I even liked Kai from Three. Three is not 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 my favorite, but mm. oh my god, like amazing and they're coming out with a fourth one a sequel no way taking it from a trilogy right to a quadrilogy i don't know what the word is for that yeah. but there's another one i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah apparently the now i'm just now i'm just going off you see sam you try you got me started. sorry sorry <laughs> that's okay no yeah so like they're gonna do they went from like the first one is like, what is it? Self-actualization or self-confidence or something. And then it was inner peace. And then it was chi. And now the fourth one is that since Poe is like the grandmaster of mm-hmm. the Jade, Jade Palace, he is going to be taking on a student. He is going to be teaching oh. now. Yeah. Yeah. So Sifu is taking a backseat, apparently. Oh. But then there's also so the Scrolls cute. of Destiny, which you could also watch. I just like Kung Fu Panda. It's so good. It really is so good. It's, but it's yeah, great. that's when I uh, started watching or listening to Tenacious D was sometime in my childhood. What about you? I don't remember exactly when I did. I think because I definitely started with Tribute just because it was it's like one of the biggest songs on the album. I think it's it goes like tri- it goes Tribute. Uh, Fucker Gently and then Wonder Boy is like the top mm. three as far as we saw. But yeah, so I saw that one and then, you know, seeing Jack on Nick and stuff like that. And I thought it was really funny is because I had the same view of like Jack Black and KG from like seeing their stuff outside of the D and like mm-hmm. uh, School of Rock the same way that I saw Robin Williams is because – so it's funny, like you see, have you ever listened to Robin Williams' co- uh, comedy specials? No. Wow. Yeah, he swears a lot and he Robin Williams gets raunchy as well. And it was such a shock because I'm like, oh God, that's not Genie. Oh no. <laughs> oh, you were Jumanji. Yeah. And then, yeah, and it's he's just like 
cursing up a storm. And I remember I watched that for the first time and I was like, holy shit. And then, you know, seeing all this stuff from Jack and then all of a sudden I listened to the D album and I'm just like, whoa, I am learning some new things today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, probably when I was in like in middle school, I think they've always been, they've always been an, a, an integral part of, of our culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're awesome. We're really excited to talk about them. And I thought it was funny is because this one, when it came to like what we were picking, it was my turn because last episode we did uh, musicals. And so if mm-hmm. you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. And I was like, I kind of dragged it out for a few days because I, I was tossing up a couple of ideas. I'm like, oh, what are we listening to? What are we doing? And then it was literally the first one on our list in like our uh, our general tab, or like our, our, our big long list. And so I was like, you know what? Why don't we just go for it? Like, yeah, let's just, let's just do it. It'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here so we I, are. And here we are. Oh, God. I was just like, I was walking out in the woods, like trying to find myself and trying to figure out what to do. And then it hit me that D called me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, let's let's learn about Tenacious D and their origins, stuff about them, the band. And then we'll go into the rockin' album because it has quite a number of tracks when that comes up mm-hmm. to 21. So... Let's dive in. Yes. So some background on Tenacious D. It was founded in 1994 by actors Jack Black and Kyle Gass, who were members of the Actors Gang Theater Company. A long time ago. I know, a long time ago. And they actually met in the 80s, I found out today. The duo's name is derived from Tenacious Defense, a phrase used by NBA basketball sportscaster Walt Frazier and Marv Albert. And I was curious, and I think you were too, about how old they are. Yeah. So Jack Black was born in 1969, so he's currently 54. 54. And Kyle, Holy shit. Yeah, and Kyle Gass, I'm extremely surprised, was born in 1960, so he's currently 63. Holy shit. Yeah. Which That's I weird. I would not have thought that he was, like, not that 63 is really old, but I it's wasn't not. expecting him to be that old. You know what I mean? Yeah, like okay, like Jack Black, like that makes sense. I can like I'd be like, okay, yeah, that 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 checks out, because um, I know he's like been on and off with it, but you know, like his like giant beard that he has, where it has like yeah. the two like like gray streaks in it, and you're like, all right, I love it. <laughs> all right, Jack, Jack showing his age a little bit, but you know, yeah, I like it too. I wish I could grow a beard like that magnificent, and plus, like it's like super super uniform, like the how the how everything is like. I don't know. I like it, and then right. freaking. And then uh, KG, his hair is like Snow White. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, whoa, okay. And plus, because we know a couple of people that have like just gray hair. But when you're like, yeah, Kyle's 60. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's that's nuts. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's and crazy. the fact that they're still like performing and stuff like that. Woof. Oh, yeah. Good they're for going, They're going super hard. Like, I, I saw them after they released the um the video game song like you know they were performing it on stage like they still super dedicated fan base and just still they 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 rock yeah they really do it makes me wonder like how long they're gonna like how long they plan to to tour for it's just like whenever they feel like stopping or like you know yeah true before they get dragged back to hell 
by the by the devil himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like in the movie. Just like in the movie. Oh, yeah. So in 1997, Tenacious D had become a popular act on the Los Angeles music scene and would perform residencies at the Viper Room. Ooh, and their Viper. popularity further increased as they began to open for high-profile acts, including Beck, Pearl Jam, and Foo Fighters. I haven't thought of Beck in a long time. I don't think I've heard of them. Or maybe I have, and I'm just, like, blanking. I'm pretty sure Beck, he was in an episode of Futurama, and that's when I first learned about him, and then I listened to his music, and he's pretty all right. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. And then um, Jack and KG are friends with Dave Grohl, like personal friends with Dave Grohl. I love that. I thought that was so interesting. Like I was looking at the interview of that and I was like, no shit. Like they're they're just together. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they're just hanging out. And I'm like, all right, this is a that's amazing. A, a pretty, a pretty epic meeting of the minds. <laughs> And Tenacious D has been described as acoustic rock, comedy rock, and heavy metal, with the majority of their songs played on acoustic guitars and rely heavily on power chords. Interesting. What is a power chord? Just a for... power chord is like just the root note and the third of a major scale. So instead of playing like a, for example, on guitar, you would play like the root note, the third, the fifth, and then the octave of the root note. But a power chord would just be like C and E, for example, okay. instead of C E G C. Okay. Um, so I, I, I also I also looked it up too, and I guess so. This is saying f- first root, fifth, and eighth degree of the scale. Oh, first, oh. fifth, and eighth. That's weird. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm, I mean, either either way, like a power chord is made of two different notes and two. Di- yeah, so maybe because so this is saying two different notes, so that's that sounds right as well. Mm. Using five to indicate, huh? First and fifth notes. No, yeah, you were right too. It's just different, I guess, different ways to do it. Oh, okay. Super sick. So power chords, though, yeah, like they go. I don't. I hesitate to cl- to classify them as like purely acoustic rock. Like, you know, they do play like a lot of acoustic, like how they like duel at each other, but like comedy mm-hmm. rock, heavy metal, like especially it makes me think of, and that's something that I got a little confused with when listening to and trying to remember the album. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, the metal and, uh, and explosivo. And I was like, Oh, where are those, where are those songs on the album? What's, what's going on? And no, they're, they're from, they're from the Pick of Destiny album, so I was like, I don't know why I got my wires so crossed. Oh, yeah, like Master Exploder, the Metal, and then another one that I was thinking of was Classico, in which they mm. do, they do use Classico or like the you know the what is it the Bach in the song Rock Your Socks. So I think mm-hmm. that's also where it got a little wonky for me. Yeah, but I agree. I wouldn't really classify them as like fully acoustic because even though they use yeah. acoustic guitars, this entire album is like straight up rock like, music, head banging rock music. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, definitely like comedy rock, rock heavy, uh, heavy metal. That's that, mm-hmm. at least that's what I'd think. Um, so we had some. We have some of the facts. We have some of the, like the you know the 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 more rigid details, and then I thought that I would throw in some little silly funny facts about about tenaciousty just of stuff that i thought was interesting yeah. as, I, as i was combing through their history so apparently uh the 2010 tour of 
or tour writer of Tenacious D warns promoters that moshing and crowd surfing may occur at a gig and that those audience activities are not solely grounds for a patron's ejection. The writer also includes a stage scheme where sidemen musicians are referred to as guitarists, anti-Jesus, drummer, Colonel Sanders, and bassist, Charlie Chaplin. I don't know why. I don't know why they're they're, they're like... <laughs> like the other guys would be like, oh, like the anti-Jesus is over there. And I, th- I think that's so fun. But What's a tour writer? A tour writer. Maybe it's kind of like a disclaimer. Like that's tactically. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Tour writer example. If, yeah. What is a tour writer? Uh, a document that includes a set of rules that a performer sets as criteria for a performance. Oh, okay. Never mind. So it's sort of like something that like you get like at a gig like hey this is when we're performing like this is what we like to eat mm-hmm. you know and this is like cool with us at our shows okay okay of so they included that saying like yes the crowd surfing is totally fine like let them do it yeah just so that the bouncers don't like snatch you up and throw you out of the venue oh i see i see that makes sense Okay, yeah. And then uh, June 16th, 20, no, 2001, Tenacious D were featured as puppets performing Friendship on an episode of Crank Yankers. And I told you what Crank Yankers was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for anyone listening, Crank Yankers was basically like an old TV show on, I'm pretty sure, MTV that featured like puppets sort of like acting out calls to like calls to the cops or something like that so they basically they would have two puppets performing like each side it was really funny it was really silly and then tenacious d appeared on kroq fm's 12th full-length christmas compilation swallow my eggnog with some 41 on a song entitled things i want hmm. <laughs> i didn't know they yeah they're just hearing them perform a sum on a christmas album and plus that is super in line with their theme and we'll get mm-hmm. into that more when we get into their music but like jesus christ these dudes but the band we got to get we got to tell you we got to tell you who's even around who's even p- playing on the album because there is a few notable names that we just had no idea yeah as we mentioned before tenacious d is comprised of jack black who is the lead vocals and rhythm guitar a rhythm acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and Kyle gas. Who's the lead acoustic guitar rhythm, electric guitar and backing vocals. Kyle has some nicknames. He goes by KG cage and rage cage. And Jack black has a few nicknames. He goes by either JB or Jables. And I noticed in the movie that he pretty much goes by JB. Yeah. Just, just straight up JB. Just and straight I mean, up like, JB. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be them like the sort of epic, retelling of their origins like you know them like becoming a band and uh jack fleeing from his crazy christian household praying to mm-hmm. a deal a deal poster and then going out to california which from the album i even noticed it was track which track was it Dio track eight there's a little bit of a you know like a deification of dio you know he's sort mm-hmm. of like this mythological entity yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, like I, that's 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 hilarious. But yeah. everyone else, everyone else on the album, starting with Dave Grohl. Yes, the man on the drums. Yes, and you mentioned earlier as friends with both of them. Uh, Dave Grohl is from the band Foo Fighters. He plays drums on all the tracks, I'm assuming. Uh, and then 
guitar yeah. on tracks one, three, four, seven, eight, eleven, eighteen, twenty, and twenty-one. Yeah, because it doesn't specify what what uh, tracks he plays drums on, but it does yeah. for guitar. So whole album, just Dave Grohl, just slamming yeah. the drums. Yeah. Oh, oh, also, fun fact, uh, in the music video of Tribute, Dave Grohl plays the devil. I had no idea until you mentioned that in our meeting. I didn't, even, last I didn't know. I didn't notice. I, when I was looking up my silly fun facts, I was like, no shit. And I went back and I watched it and I was like, holy fucking shit, that's Dave Grohl. <laughs> it's like oh my god how didn't i know i've seen that that music video oodles of times and i never so put two many. and two together yeah because that's one of the uh that's one of the camp songs that you guys mm-hmm. play like you typically play with with your brother yeah it's it's amazing yeah. i can I, I i think this is a funny story is i remember i don't remember which which mighty joe it was but we were like in the in the ball field and your dad craig and uh, derek got up on stage to play and everyone i think it was mandy that shouted and she was like play tribute so derek like <laughs> started he's like you know like the boonaloo and then mm-hmm. i i remember distinctly is that i think derek forgot the words or like like part of it and i was like off to the side like s- sort of singing it with him because again mm-hmm terrible crippling stage fright and so i was just like singing extra loud and i remember him like on stage like he kept looking over at me and then would like pick up again yeah it's a little fond memory i have oh i love it i know i used to love playing that song with him he doesn't go camping as much anymore i know Boo. Boo. but when he does i love playing tribute because it's such a fun song it is really fun i just it's and plus it's so silly like i like doing the devil part <laughs> yeah <laughs> Play your angels. <laughs> you said nay. We are but men. We are but men. Rock. Rock. <laughs> oh, it's so good. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, I was but... gonna say I would try. I would. I would try to to harmonize with you. But a, I don't want to harm our listeners' ears with my <laughs> horrible. I'm not tone deaf. I'm okay. I'm not. I, don't I think know. you're a good singer. Really. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, fucking shit. I didn't think we were going to get like all, I'm going to get emotional right now. (laughs) God damn. Of course. I like, I like singing in a car. Can whoever that is lay off the goddamn horn. I know. I, (laughs) listeners, I just moved from a relatively, relatively loud street with a police station and a fire station on the corner to an extremely busy street that is somehow (laughs) more loud and i'm on the very top floor i'm like six stories up oh my god yeah maybe people cooled it because the cops were like right there but like still i'm like sitting over here being like oh yeah blah 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 and i'm like oh whatever i'm not gonna i'm gonna edit that on post and then just doom some dude just lays on his horn i'm like all right (laughs) I can't, I can't escape it. You should get an air, you should get an air horn and like lean out your window. Like, how's this? How do you like it? Huh? (laughs) Oh, just New York things. Just New, Yeah. You know, just New York things. Just New York things. (laughs) Okay. So sorry, Dave Grohl, he plays the drums and guitars. Yes. We have Steve McDonald who plays bass guitar. Warren Fitzgerald from the Vandals, who's the lead electric guitar. And I guess the D also lent backing vocals to the Vandals album. Look what I almost stepped in. So <laughs> it's if such you, a fun title. 
look what I almost stepped in. I, I didn't even look up the album cover for that one, but I'm just like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's dookie. Um, Paige McConnell <laughs> from Fish plays keyboards. Alfredo Ortiz is percussion on tracks 3, 15, 18, and 20. Woody Jackson is the sitar on track one. That's cool. I didn't even realize I had a sitar. What is what is track I, one? Kilbasa? Yes. Kilbasa sausage, your butt cheeks is warm. <laughs> that song goes so hard. Super hard for no reason. Where does the mm-hmm. sitar even come in? I can't even think I, of it. No, I can't even picture where it is. I don't know. Well, still, there's a fucking there's a sitar on it. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we have Andrew Gross, which is strings on tracks four and six. Ken Andrews on guitar on tracks 3, 10, 11, and 15, and John King, who plays Echoplex on track 7. What's an Echoplex? Echoplex. We're, like, looking up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Echoplex. X. No, not the Latin, not the California venue. Uh, instrument. Oh, an Echoplex. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, it is a tape delay effect. It's a set standard for the effect in 1960s. So, the echo, so it's a it's sort of like a sound machine. Oh, that's cool. It kind of looks like a theremin a little bit. A what? A, you know a uh, a theremin? Mm-mm. Okay, hold on. Uh theremin. No, not Uma Thurman. Theremin. Theremin music. So a theremin is kind of like it looks like a little plank and it has a like a like a little metal rod. And so based on like where your hands are, like in above the box and beside the little metal rod, it'll make sound effects like wee, wee, or like you can do like oh. wee, and like yeah. And then you can make like little circles like with your hand, and like if you like wiggle your hands, it like makes like a reverberation sound effect. So people, you can do some really cool things with it. It's a very interesting instrument that is completely reliant on like your your movements. So it's just constantly That's making. Cool. Yeah, I think it's it's disrupting how the sound waves go between the metal rod and then there's like a little like metal bar off to the side. It's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. That's super rad. Yeah, I got super yeah. into it in early high school cuz I was like I want to get one and then it's like do you have a $1000 and I'm like no I do not. I guess I'm playing guitar. <laughs> $1000, Jesus. Uh, I know. Yeah, they're cuz they're expensive. Um hmm. But so yeah, Echoplex. That's that's super cool. But the yeah. the D they only have as as renowned as they are across the the realms and throughout the world. They only have four albums because you know they they tour, they do their shit. So they have the first album, which is this album, the Tenacious D self titled from two thousand one, the Pick of Destiny, which went along with the movie in two thousand six. The D came back. They rose again in Rise of the Phoenix, spelt with an F, Phoenix, and then Post-Apocalypto in 2018, which I listened to when it came out, and it was so fucking funny. I haven't listened to it. uh, Gotta listen to it. Yeah, right after this episode, just jump on it. Yeah. So they have those those four albums that they are they're known for but this album the self-titled uh it peaked at number 33 on the billboard 200 in october of 2001 uh, while tenacious d did not achieve chart status after its release it was certified platinum by the recording industry association of america ria by the end of 2005 
That's so cool. Mm. Certified platinum, damn. Oh yeah, they they went surpassed the gold, going right for the plat, mm-hmm. highest honors. But so with the pick of destiny, also they kind of like why they released Rise of the Phoenix. They they kind of put they poke fun at themselves that the pick of destiny was a bomb, and people were kind of like ragging on them and their movie that like it sucked. But it achieves like cult classic status. Like it is such like a critically acclaimed movie now. Mm-hmm. Like after the fact. It's so great. Watch the Tenacious yeah. D movie. Listen to the albums. They are amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for the release of their self-titled album, sorry for the sirens. It's going to keep happening. I also live next to a hospital now. <laughs> that didn't even sound That didn't even sound like an alarm. That sounded like the, the Sasquatch fucking calling out into the night. Just ooh. Yeah, yeah, the sirens whoa. here are really trippy. That's weird. I didn't even think that was yeah. a siren. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, apologies. So Tenacious D is the debut album, the debut studio album by American comedy rock band Tenacious D, as we said, released on September 25th, 2001 by Epic Records. It is pretty fucking epic. Yes. Pretty motherfucking epic, by the way. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. For their first album, they enlisted the help of drummer Dave Grohl, keyboardist Paige McConnell of Fish, guitarist Warren Fitzgerald, and bass player Stephen Shane McDonald. The Dust Brothers produced the album, and the majority of the songs on their debut album stem from early versions as seen from their HBO TV series, Tenacious D, which ran from 1997 to 2000, but only has three episodes. And we didn't even know they had a show. No, I had no idea. Yeah, like, what did, like that's crazy. We, we were, like, figuring out, and I'm like, what the hell? So I was like, I was looking at their setup for their for their episodes and like their little segments, and I was just like, oh damn, I had no idea who gave them the show. Like, why didn't? Oh no, that's that's why. It was, that actually goes into the next point. I'm like, why why they didn't pursue it further? Yeah, so I guess HBO offered Tenacious D a deal to make ten episodes, but in doing so, they would have to relinquish their role as executive producers. So. Mm. KG and JB decided to make a movie instead of giving HBO creative control of Tenacious D and they made Tenacious D in the pick of destiny. That makes sense. So it's like, you know, you have your brainchild, you have like something that you're going for and that you want to do, but like maybe the executives, you know, they didn't get it. They wanted to change stuff. And that that went against like what JB and KG like wanted to do, like maybe dialing it back in that way was in in probably in their eyes like stifling mm-hmm. which i you know I, I could get that their their sort of comedy isn't for everyone in, yeah you know in a way so yeah but they they they, they made what they want to make and that's that's all that matters in the end yeah yeah. So totally. the album's polished production was departure from the band's acoustic origins due in part to the production of the dust brothers the Dust Brothers, the two men who hit the dusty trail the most, the Dust Brothers. I don't know them, but... I don't either. I wonder if this is why so many people say Tenacious D are acoustic, like acoustic rock, because they had acoustic origins. Yeah, like they started out that way, and it still is prevalent in what they do. Like, I know there's a part in Kielbasa, like where they're just playing the acoustic guitar, See, I don't even know. I, I don't know if I've ever seen uh, Jack play an electric guitar. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, well, I mean, I probably have. But, like, whenever I think of him playing something, it's always, like, the big oversized, like, acoustic. So I guess, that yeah, that makes sense. Shit. Yeah. 
But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So the recording sessions for the album begin with two-day sessions at Neil Diamond's Archangel, Archangel Studio in Los Angeles, where the initial drum tracks were recorded. How did they encounter Neil Diamond? Uh, they were able to use the studio because Neil had just appeared with Jack in the film Saving Silverman, where Jack plays a Neil Diamond cover singer. That's amazing. Yeah, so like it's just funny where they're like, you know, they are they they worked on set with each other and he's playing something well, he's doing Neil Diamond's music. So I just think that's so funny is that like imagine their relationship. They got so close that Jack's like, Oh, we need to record our album and Neil Diamond is like, Come over to my house. I that's crazy. <laughs> that's so wild to me. So with the album uh, at least one song was cut from the final release of the album, a studio recording of Jesus Ranch with the, the final song from the HBO shorts. The, the closing credit credits feature the end of the road was omitted from the album because it just didn't cut the mustard quoted by the D in the FAQ section of their website. The HBO version can be found on their DVD, the complete masterworks and a recorded studio demo can be found on their 2002 EP D fun pack. Hmm. So you can at least, you know, see what they're doing with their old stuff, like their their show and them talking about it. It's just really interesting just to hear them hear them talk and just because there's sort of like an energy that they both have, right? Just the way that they the way that they talk and they talk to each other. Like it's so cool and casual, like they're just shooting the shit and they're just like, Yeah, well yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like so different than you would see from other musicians, like other actors, whatever, the way that they operate. And it's just, it's really cool. But the album isn't without its own controversy. Of course, I mean, just look at the track list. The parental adversary or the explicit sticker was right on the front. So Mm -hmm. the album, uh, the cover features Jack and KG standing naked below the devil. Like they're sort of like standing facing each other. And it's similar to the tarot card, the devil. Like, you know, and so, but even so, regardless if you know, oh, that's the devil tarot card, they're standing in front of the, the, the literal devil. So due to the satanic nature, the album was briefly recalled from stores. Uh, the band performed in front of this at concerts, like in front of, the, uh, <laughs> in front of them with, with the devil. Oh my gosh. I can just imagine like you're walking through Newberry Comics or like a record store and you see like Jack Black, like butt naked like in front of (laughs) satan (laughs) oh my goodness i think i actually really like the the album cover i like it because i i like the tarot card look yeah so it's it's sort of like if if you didn't look it up it's sort of one of those things that's like if you know you know and looking Mm -hmm. at it i'm like holy shit yeah that's like spot on yeah it's super rad oh super rad so the album what are the tracks lists that we've been talking about? What is so raunchy? What is so gets these swoop hair, bowl cut, Karen ass moms, knickers in a twist, the track list in order. Yes. Snaps all around. Mm-hmm. Number one, kielbasa. What is kielbasa? Wiener. Uh, oh, also I forgot to mention some of the tracks are skits that they do in between the songs that sort of like either set up the song is just funny, silly stuff. We're going to mention our favorites. Why don't we mention like, if you have like a favorite skit or just one that you thought was like really funny. Cause I definitely do. 
I thought the inward singing one was so funny. Inward singing. I fucking <laughs> love that one. Just because, okay, so it's there's a part of it that's like sampled all over the place that Jack does. It's the um it's literally the end when he's like yelling at KG. Where he's, it's the part where he goes, shut up, fuck you, you fucking dick. Oh my God. <laughs> Always naysaying everything I create. And it's just mm-hmm. him just like, just screaming at each other. That one's way too funny. It's so fucking funny. I love, I love inward singing. Okay. So if I, I was going to pick inward singing, so if I'm going I'm to pick a different one than that, I feel like I really like karate schnitzel mm. <laughs> where they're just like yelling at each other like you ate my fucking schnitzel well it was there <laughs> <if> you... <laughs> for anyone that wants to and it's so silly because it sort of like breaks up their you know you, if you're just listening to the album it'll be it'll be nice you'll be listening to the music like listening to like the dio song where there's like oh yeah pass me your your crown and cape and i'll take over and then all of mm-hmm. a sudden inward singing where he's like yeah like i could just sing 24 7 has nothing to do with anything just like silly <laughs> silly crazy i love it's it so silly they're they're great uh so kilbasa uh one note song which is a skit there's tribute which is one of the singles wonder boy which is the other one of the singles then it goes into hard fucking which is a skit and then the song fucker gently explosivo dio which is track H in oh also in 2014 Tenacious D provided a cover of the last line on the Dio tribute album This Is Your Life so hmm. just going to show Tenacious D loves Dio and I also I also mm-hmm. really like Dio what is oh what the fuck is that one song oh god it's off the album I am terrible with names it's off the album where there's like the goat dude erupting out of the mountain and he has like the 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 chain Holy Diver that's uh, Holy Diver rainbow in the dark and stand up and shout my top three favorite Dio songs. So just a little, oh. little teensy plug. I like Dio too. Mm. Um, inward singing, which we mentioned. Then it goes to Kyle quit the band, the road cock pushups, Lee friendship test, friendship, karate schnitzel, Karate. Oh, also, uh, the song Karate employs the technique of deliberate backmasking on karate. Uh, on a. No, shit. The, employs the technique of deliberate <laughs> backmasking on karate, a technique employed by other metal bands like Slayer, who recorded a message in Hell Awaits. Oh, backmasking. Okay, that makes sense because, like, when the song first starts, you hear something. You, you like you hear backwards talk. So if you play it in reverse, you get to hear their message. Mm. Then it goes to rock your socks, drive through, double team, and then the last track. It's City Hall, I believe, Malibu Nights, Mel- Medley, Medley, Med- Medley, Medley. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know why that always fucks up my brain. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And the and and the skits are. One note song, hard fucking, inward singing, cock push ups, friendship test, karate schnitzel, and drive through. I should have specified when I was doing the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a kick ass album cover. I love it. Um, not album cover. Well, yes, album cover, but trackless. That's what I meant to say. Oh, yeah. This album is just straight up packed. So one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven minus one. So 21, 
2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14. So it has 14 full tracks and mm-hmm. then seven skits that they just like do. And it's, I think it's about, if you listen to it in its entirety, I think it's an hour long, but well worth it. Yeah. And it has quite a few listens on Spotify. Three most listened to, or the three top tracks, is Tribute with 187,282,935 listens. Mm-hmm. Fuck Her Gently, which has 79,655,814 listens on Spotify. And Wonder Boy, which has about 34.7 million listens on Spotify. So, obviously oh, yeah. very popular album, very popular singles just overall so good super popular and plus like tenacious d they have how many listens do they have they have uh just about a little over three million monthly listeners so they they are just they're killing it body in the game never stop can't stop won't stop yep oh yeah love it so jonathan what are your favorites my favorites of the of the album we had some in in common i see we did we do my number one is rock your socks followed by karate followed by fucker gently Mm. again we're saying some bad words so yes for me rock your socks was number three Ooh. fucker gently was number two and number one is wonder boy Wonder Boy is is a really, really great one. I had a hard time picking, like, I, I think I switched my list up, like, three times because I was like... I did, too. Oh. Yeah, I was like, you, I was like, oh, you got to put Tribute on there. Tribute is such a good song. But then I was like, no, yeah, Tribute's the best one. Okay, I'm not going to put that one on. I'm going to put on something different. I'm going to put on something different. And I was mm-hmm. then just, like, going through it, I'm like, oh, yeah, Explosivo. No, but I like this one. So I'm like, can we just do a top 21? I don't know. Let's just do that. I like them all. Me too. I, I, I well, we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk more about why we like these songs very soon. Yes, but first, let's talk about what did people think? The reception and legacy of the album. Mm. So their first album garnered critical acclaim. Review aggregate website Metacritic gave the album a score of eighty-five out of one hundred, signifying quote universal acclaim. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Entertainment Weekly described the release as being, quote, hilarious and, quote, no mere comedy record. All Music said it, quote, rocks so damn hard, but reflects on the lack of some of the songs from the HBO episodes. The AV Club wrote that Jack and Kyle managed, quote, an odd simultaneous fusion of stupid and clever. <laughs> <laughs> I, compl- I completely agree. That's hilarious. There's some there's some doofy stuff in there, like when they're when they're doing the Edward singing Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about karate schnitzel. And yep. there's some deeper ones. Like, I feel like Wonder Boy is pretty, pretty deep. Like, just the way that they come in with, like, the acoustic guitar. You're like, all right, I like this. Then you get down to Double Team where they're like, hey, you're really pretty. And it's like, all right, all right, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, so Time wrote, quote, The pleasures of Tenacious D flow from a similar re- revelation. Black and Gas set themselves up as buffoons with titles like Karate Schnitzel, then proceed to defy expectations with precise guitars, polished vocal harmonies, and slamming backup musicians. Agreed. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're silly, but they are they're talented musicians. Yep. So, like we mentioned before, it peaked at number thirty-three on Billboard two hundred albums chart. However, it spent forty-three weeks on the chart, going gold in July two thousand two and platinum by November two thousand five. Wow, gold like. 
not even a year later. Yeah. Damn, son. And I saw from an article on The Ringer, quote, Black and Gas battled file sharing, whether to go on the road so soon after 9-11 album recalls due to inappropriate nature of the album's back cover, which depicted Satan standing above two babies in a controversial animated video for Fuck Her Gently that Sony Music instantly buried. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Okay. I'm I'm really glad you put that on there because it's like so soon after 9-11. Like when, okay, when did the album come out? September 25th, 2001. Yeah. 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 God damn. Okay. So, oh shit. Okay. Oh, uh, similar controversy that's going on right now. It's like, that is just bad timing. Yeah. You know, the thing that happened with like the submarine, like the people going to see the Titanic. Yeah. And how it blew up. Mm-hmm. Do you know the YouTuber Markiplier? Mm-hmm. He's been, apparently he's been making a movie like that's been years in the making about a submarine oh yeah and so like that just happened and he now he's like hey here's my movie that i'm making and people are like Mm. come on mark and he's like i started making this like a few years ago like everyone knew this yeah yeah so it's like oh i'm so sorry that sucks yeah really really awful timing instantly buried i did did they put out an ant like i didn't even see if they did the animated video i haven't seen it let me see if it's if it's on youtube animated video yeah i I guess you can you can you can find it on youtube actually oh shoot yeah i'm seeing i think it's i'm pretty sure it's like the one that they did yeah, so I'm seeing like the animated video. I'm seeing one for like 29 seconds, and then I'm seeing one that's like two minutes and 29 seconds. Yeah, I guess it's on YouTube. You can find it. There's not much of it. Interesting. But, yeah. yeah. Sony Records. You can't get them all. You can't kill it. Yep. Can't keep Mm-mm. the D down. It will just spring back erect. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Boomsh. Haha. Uh, but so with the reception of the album, it wasn't all good. Not everyone loved it, which there, how do you, how does it feel to be so wrong? So silly is such a, a controversial goofy stance. Splendid magazine said of tenacious D as entertainment. Tenacious D succeeds surprisingly well for the first few listens, the long-term replay value you'll get from this record will come from playing it for friends who haven't heard it. Flack magazine criticized the band's use of skits between songs, describing them as distracting and a nuisance. I've never even heard of Flack magazine, so their opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's telling. Flack magazine, get out of here. Who cares about your opinion? They're awesome. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. In addition, Andy Gill of The Independent remarked that the album was full of swearing and scatology and was bereft of even the slightest skid mark of humor. Wow. How does it feel, speaking of scatology, to have a broomstick so far up your ass? <laughs> God damn. I was going to say scatology is a fun word. And it I is. think the scatting that Jack does is so good. Yeah. Like his scatting is. Not scat. <laughs> yeah, his scatting is nuts. No, not like scatology. <laughs> scat, like scatman. Scat. Yeah. That, is that not what scatology means? No, no, Sam. Sam, tell me what scatology what is, means right now. 
Uh, I thought it was like yes, you know, you yeah, know, scat scatology of, is like scatting. No, no. Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Should I be nervous? <laughs> yes. Okay. Scatology is fucking poop. What? Scat is poop. Scat is another word for poo poo. Seriously? I'm dead serious. Scat means poop. <laughs> <laughs> I that's thought what, that meant. No, that's I why I was like, meant... you have to be joking. No. Oh, I wish I was joking. This is embarrassing. I no, thought it's... they meant scatting like when Jack goes, like, you know, like no. scatting, like in jazz. No, no at all. So is scatology <laughs> like the study of the study Whoop. of shit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> hold That's on. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, okay. I was giving from creature made this and you're like oh it's a it's a bear he his diet consisted of berries and salmon i can see it that's like you're <laughs> what the hell i had no idea yeah all right well this is learning something new with sam yes we did we we done learned yeah. something all yeah. right so the, i i hope you feel more enriched I do. I do. Okay, good. I um I feel a little silly also. But That's, you know what? It's fine. It comes with it's the fine. it comes with the territory. We're, yeah. we're we're being we're being little silly gooses, a little a little mm -hmm. herd, a little flock of silly geese, if you will. Yeah. Agreed. But now we get into the the type or not the type. Now we get into <laughs> the portion of the episode where we go over the track list and what we yes. thought about them. But we should start with our favorites after all so how do you want how do you want to do this because like our favorites were similar but in a different order yeah we can start with rock your socks maybe we'll oh yeah why don't, why don't we do the ones that are the same first and then the ones that differ afterwards yeah so yeah, yeah. let's start with let's start with rock your socks rock your socks rock your socks so what did you think about the about the song sam I thought it rocked my socks off. It did. It, it, are they off? Yeah. Uh, well, no, they're still on. But I should take them off because it's hot in here. See, it's, very, it's very chilly where I am. So they are staying really? firm, firmly on my feet. Mm. Yeah. No, I think this song goes so hard. Like, so hard. Mm -hmm. Love the instrumentals in it. The guitar is crazy. Oh, let me just, just mention, it's, a, it's, a, it's track 18 off, yes, of, off yes. of the album. So if, if you go to find it. It's great. I, I like how it uh, how it opens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six. Yes. I think that's cool. Oh, sorry. Well, what else do you think? Um, I, I don't know. I just think it's so good. It's just it's so rocky. It is like I what I really like about it is I really like the really heavy like bass pedal in the back, like the like it'll just be like boom, 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 and then the quick like boom, 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 like. And it's, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, it's personally, it's, it's my number one because it shows, it, it sort of illustrates like the full range of Jack's vocal abilities. You know what I mean? Uh, how do I, how do, how, how do I even put it? I, ha I have the song on in, in the background. Like it has him like belting, like super gravelly, like super forward. 
And it's mm-hmm. like kind of like sinister almost. So you're like, yeah, all right. And then the break, like the interlude when they're doing the sort of like classico box song. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. Like I, it's such like a distinct change up in the song. And I just think it's interesting because he kind of goes into like a higher, what is that falsetto? Like almost. Yeah. Yeah, like falsetto. Yeah, it starts like gravelly in the beginning, and then he comes up to a falsetto doing Bach. And then the harmony when they're doing like the give it up for KG, give it up for me, like immediately jumps in super hard. Full band is going full force, like cymbals, like the guitar is like doing like a crazy riff, like while they're slamming Mm -hmm. in the background. Oh, so good. It's really great. And then... By the end, I think it's it's right it's it's like right before the end where they're like you know they're like talking like oh what t-shirt am I gonna wear you know just to be just to be rocking your socks off all we ask is to, in return and then he goes all we're asking you to do is to drop trow and squeeze out a little Cleveland steamer on my chest. <laughs> like it's you know it's sort of like they're like talking and all of a sudden no music. Mm-hmm. Sam, do you know what a Cleveland steamer is? Mm-hmm. Don't look. Don't look that up. If, if you if you don't ignore it completely, just I don't be, know what it is. That's completely fine. Just leave it. All right. <laughs> it's bad. Sounds good. <laughs> it's let's let's put it this way. It has to do with scatology. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you want to, it's not good. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think I have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I'm going to leave it, leave it at that. Yeah. Just let it lie a little bit. You're like, mm, right. Exactly. Maybe, maybe not, but the song rock your socks. It clearly does. Uh, I could barely keep my shoes, let alone my socks on after the song was over. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Great. My number one, the best. And then that was your number two. So why don't we get to your number two? Wait, hold on. Shit. My, it was my number one. It was your number three. Oh, and then your number two, my number three, Fuck Her Gently. Yes. Which is... This song is so good. Yes. It is preceded by the skit that plays into it hard fucking. Mm -hmm. It's very silly. And it's so different from every song on the album just because of like how light and airy it is kind of. You know what I mean? It is. And I think that's why I really like it, because this one does really give that acoustic feel that Mm. so many people say is Tenacious D. Right. But by the end, it still goes pretty hard. It really does. Like it, uh, it turns into like, uh, yeah, (laughs) I didn't even even notice. (laughs) went right over my head, but like, it's like, it's like kind of like a love ballad. Like it's, you know, it's for the ladies, gentlemen, Mm -hmm. listen closely. I I like that. So it's like he's he's giving you he's giving you advice and telling telling you what to do. So I'm looking on <laughs> I'm looking on uh, genius.com like about the songs that we're going over, and at certain points it has notes for some portions of the songs. So like the intro, like the intro for the song shares a striking similarly similarity to the opening riff for I'll have to say I love you in a song by Jim Crook. I don't know that one, but that's hmm. what that's what genius says. And they are geniuses. So I will have to trust them. I will have to rely on their judgment. Yeah. Yeah. But it is very it is very silly and it's funny because 
it's not clearly because of the name. I like playing it. Can't play it around people. Yeah. I, well, like I get because I don't know. I get like bashful where you're just, you're just talking about getting down. And so, oh like, no, that's fair. That's fair. Like I, if I'm playing it in the car and I stop at a stop site, a like stoplight, I instantly turn it down because I'm like, all right, I don't want people to fucking look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it's 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 fun. Like you had notes about the chord progression. Yeah, this one is more of Sam's technical corner of how yeah. how, how the music is modeled. Sam's technical corner. So I had to call, I had to phone a friend for this one. I had to call my brother because I love the ending after. Oh, you phoned a friend. I phoned a friend. I phoned a big brother because I love the ending when it does this change. And it sort of sounds like it it feels like it could be a key change, but it's not. And Hmm. we've figured out that it is called a minor modal interchange. Oh, so I looked it up. What does that mean? Absolutely no idea what it means. It, oh, oh no. I, I have absolutely no idea. It started talking about Mixolydian scales. It started talking about going to like an, I don't know, A diminished to a whatever six or whatever. Whoa. The only thing I, yeah, the only thing I know about it is that it goes from five to flat six and then seven and then the root note. So it sort of like has this tension and then it resolves, but it adds the flat six in there, which makes it really funky. Okay. I don't know. It's super cool. There's someone kind of like how in Always Sunny, where Charlie's in front of the Pepe Silvio board, like someone's like, oh my God, I know what she's talking about. Like someone, someone somewhere in the world is (laughs) freaking out because they, because they went to Berkeley too and they did music theory. Yeah. Friends who are very musically inclined smart yes inclined etc please inform us in layman's terms what a minor modal interchange is because especially for me i have no idea yeah i, I have no idea because you you right when you said the word minor modal interchange like i could feel my eyes like drift apart because like, i'm just like what <laughs> the fuck does that mean mm-hmm. that's interesting though like it just yeah. like the 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 interchange at the end. Like where where in the song does it does it appear? It's like I'm gonna play it for a hot minute. Yeah. This part. It's at like So this is a flat six seven eight. So it's at like one it's at like a minute forty five. Okay, so gonna fuck you hard, and then that's the flat six. Okay, so it's like dun dun dun. Also, his vocals in this song are so good. Yeah, he like right when he right when he hits that like the the second to final hard, like he peaks and again it's like oh my god, yeah, holy shit, so good. Oh my god. So I, I also think it's it's funny like some some things in the song that took me off guard where he's like, "What's your favorite dish?" I'm not going to cook it, but I'll order it from Zanzibar. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is Zanzibar? I looked yeah. it up. It's 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 somewhere in Tanzania. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, it's okay. Zanzibar could either refer to the semi-autonomous part of Tanzania in East Africa or a gourmet restaurant in San Diego. 
Oh, interesting. I'm I'm thinking it's the latter because if because they live in they live in California, so fucking why? I'm assuming, yeah. It, it just plugs right together, like that just makes sense. Yeah. Oh, and then also the theme of the song, they're talking about, uh, they're gonna fuck and they're gonna do it gently, like ooh, they're gonna be cooing like softly, gently, sweetly, and discreetly. But then yeah. at the end, where it's like, all of a sudden. He's going to where he says, like, I'm going to fuck you hard. Like he's like and then in, in the genius annotation, it says after be gentle and nice, then continue to rail your significant other as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> hard. I like how hard screwing the, is cool, but save it for the finish line. Oh, my God. So you say you like what? I like how like the feeling of the song goes along with the lyrics, like in the beginning where it's like, fuck her gently. It's acoustic and it's light yeah, and it's, it's like, airy. Ooh. And then by the end, it's like it literally goes hard. <laughs> literally. You know? Yeah, literally. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they if they intended for the double entendre, but it works. Yeah, for sure. That's why we got to look at it critically. We got to get our our special investigative podcasting journalist glasses on and mm-hmm. we got to look into this, get a deep dive, get in our submarine and not, <laughs> and not blow Oopsies. up. Oopsie yeah. daisies. Sorry. Oopsies. Too soon. Mm. Uh, it's never going to be, it's mm. never going to be late. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Don't quote me, <laughs> but so we have rock your socks. We have fuck her gently. And now we get into our other twos, which is my number two is karate, and your number one is Wonder Boy. Let's do let's do karate, and then let's finish off the, our favorites with Wonder Boy because it's one of the singles. Cool. Yes. Karate. Karate, which is uh, preceded by the uh, what is it the the skit Karate Schnitzel, where uh, Jack is in almost interrogating uh, Cage. When he's like, hey, man, where's my fucking, where's my shit in the refrigerator? And he's like, I ate it. And then he karate chops him. He's like, yeah, karate chop. You didn't see that coming. Don't eat my shit. <laughs> but karate schnitzel, it's it's really funny because it, it also has some sort of, it's like, it has some really nice harmonies, like especially in the chorus mm-hmm. where they do, because it starts with like you broke the rules and i like how they really because it's it's like in the beginning because they're like you know here to tiananmen square and then they jump into you broke the rules now i'll pull out all your pubic hair and so yeah and so but like the way that they like jump into it like you broke the rules in there but and they're they're harmonizing it sounds so pretty Mm -hmm. so it sounds so pretty their vocals together their tones are just so so matched perfectly oh yeah and and it's weird because it's like obviously Kyle, he's he's the number two in the band, and or not okay. I wouldn't say he's the number two. No, he's not. He's not a Luigi, but like he's he's not like the lead singer like how right. ja- like how Jack is. But he his like accompaniment is like it, they work well together. And obviously, like they've been they've been touring and playing together for so long. Like I would fucking hope so. But the song Karate uh, apparently plays into their HBO special. So in the episode Angel in Disguise on the D's HBO show, Jack gives Kyle a friendship medallion and talks about the girl Flarna, who Jack has fallen in love with. However, Kyle confesses his love to Flarna first, (gasps) thus breaking their rules, and it makes Jack mad. 
Hmm, interesting. That's the broken rules, I think. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he's like, I'll pull out all your pubic hair. You can't fuck this girl because now, <laughs> now your wiener hurts. <laughs> so, like, on the show, he flirted with Flarna. He asked her out, and Jack is like, you broke bro code. You broke the rules. And, but, yeah. on, but on the album, it's because Kyle ate the schnitzel. Kyle ate Jack's yeah. schnitzel. Also, might I just add, a lot of, uh, of food-related wiener puns kielbasa schnitzel yeah oh yeah yeah i didn't i didn't put two and two together at first with the with the kielbasa but then (laughs) i realized that the lyrics said something about buns i think right and then i was like wait a minute this could be this could be something else (laughs) <laughs> there's a line in there we'll talk about it after but there's a line in there where i was like i feel like this this could be actually not kielbasa oh in, in kielbasa yeah oh okay yeah we'll figure it out um oh uh when i talked about the the back masking how they play stuff like in in reverse um at the end it's in the it's in like the outro where they say what is it park yeknod uh they're actually saying donkey crap Oh. Yeah, so if you play it in reverse, just big old big old donkey crap right at the end. So just the song is I like it because it's fucking just the harmonies that they that they do together. I'm pretty sure this one is also acoustic as well. Didn't even realize. Yeah. Maybe they do have more acoustic ones that I forgot about. Yeah, I guess so. We've we just been blocking it out. Like, you know, we are like, oh yeah, the D rocks. Like they're they're a metal band, whatever and because I'm probably thinking of the movie, but like when they're actually performing on stage, it's like, oh that's a lot of acoustic. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other notes about karate? No, there's a few of them that I sort of I not forget. They're so similar to some of the other ones that I confuse them. Mm-hmm. Especially ones that aren't in like my top five. But this one I really liked as well. I do think the harmonies are really beautiful. Right. You know, like if it's if it's not in your top five, if you're not like listening to it super often, then it's like a little bit out of your purview. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's you're not thinking about it all the time. But that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so your number one, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. What, what is, is the secret, secret of your power? I like it because it like the way the way that it starts, it's like soft, you know, where it's like high above the mucky muck castle made of clouds. Mm-hmm. I like that because it's like it's it's their mythology. Like Wonder Boy is talking about Wonder Boy, which is Jack and then his arch rival and nemesis, young nasty man. <laughs> I love the storyline in this song. I think it's so creative. It's so fun. It is. It's just like a little story. It's like a little story time. And JB's vocals in this one, crazy. His range, crazy. So good. He's just a fantastic singer. And like, he is. Goes from like super low, gravelly, like intense tones where he's like, ha 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 ha, yes. And then Mm -hmm. like, where he's like, you know, up in the chorus, like, Wonder Boy. It's nice. Yeah. So good. So silky. I love it. I also love the instrumentals in this one. The guitar hits hard. The fact that they have like a full orchestra, like the strings 
in some parts of the song so pretty mm. the high-pitched synth that sort of like follows along the melodic line in some of the areas of the song yes awesome i just really love it and i'm not surprised that dave Grohl is on drums because the drums go so hard at the end oh yeah like all, all through it it's just like you know a little a little bit like super light in the beginning and then just like the steep progression where you like you get to the like the, you know where they're battling the hydra at the end like it's it's mm-hmm. uh it's nuts oh also i learned something today i'm learning i'm learning words so sam learned a bad word i'm learning <laughs> one that was probably not been used since like the 17s like the dark ages the where he says like high above the mucky muck yeah. Apparently, the mucky uh, mucky muck is a person or people of great importance or self-importance. So, if Wonder Boy is high above the mucky muck, that means he's better than all of those crazy cool people because he is a hero. Oh, not gonna lie, I thought mucky muck was like mud. Oh yeah, like I was just, you know, maybe he's like up in the mountains. Like he's like, oh yeah, the mucky muck is down low. He's he's mm-hmm. climbing with young nasty man. No mud on my shoes for shame. For shame. So apparently like I like I like the end where not the end, but it's like at the end of the chorus where he's like, How about the kill how about the power to kill a yak from two hundred yards away? And you're like, <laughs> Oh fuck, that's cool. And then he's like, How about the power to move you? It's like, oh, sweep me away. Mm-hmm. Sweep me away, Wonder Boy. <laughs> oh, and then how we're talking about scat. Oh, no, scatting. I think it's in verse two where he's like, uh, he does like the rigagoo-goo, rigagoo-goo. I love that part. I love it also. Oh, man. But yeah, the mythology. Young Nasty mm-hmm. Man and KG come together to form the dynamic duo known as Tenacious D and they take and they take down the Hydra and they fill the, it, they fill the crevasse with their mighty juice. <laughs> the crevasse. <laughs> Feel it. So, Wonder Boy, because what is that, Caitlin? That's one of your favorite songs on the album, right? Is that your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. See, there we go. Ah. <laughs> she has good taste. Oh yeah, excellent taste, impeccable. We have done our favorites, and again, our our favorites. Mine is Rock Your Socks, Karate, then Fuck Her Gently. Then Sam's favorites is Wonder Boy, Fuck Her Gently, then Rock Your Socks. Now we start at the top, track one, with Gilbass Sausage. Yes. So I found the lyric that made me realize that they're not actually talking about Kilbasa. Mm. It's the line in the verse that says, actually, I think it's multiple. I think it's multiple times. But it says, Kilbasa sausage, your butt cheeks is warm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I said before that it was buns. It's actually butt cheeks. And then I was like, oh, okay, this, this is not about yeah, kielbasa. Yeah, like, wait a minute. That's not, that's not right. Hold on. I don't think he's talking about Polska anymore. Yeah. Well, then it goes into, I checked my dipstick. You need lubrication, honey. That's yes, my kielbasa sausage. My just kielbasa sausage said you got to perform. Now get it on. And like right after that, <laughs> I I honestly like the really funky like guitar like the like right after that, mm-hmm. super jazzy. Like when I, I I I've listened to it before before, but like I was listening to it in the car like on the way to work this morning, and I was like bopping mm-hmm. my head. I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. 
That, yeah. That's like one of it's my. It's so funky. Oh, that's one of my favorite parts of uh, of the song. But this whole thing is it's like literally it's just like an innuendo song. I've been set loose. I'm shooting my juice right in your caboose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, man. Oh. So, oh, actually, I think this song's in my top five. It's Not de- no, so much it's, for the innuendos, but because it's so groovy. It's super groovy. It's super funny. I don't know. The innu- the innuendos definitely do something for me. It's it's so fucking silly. <laughs> so it's in it's in my top five for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is track number two? That is the that is the it skit. is the one note song skit. I like it. I th- I think it's funny. It's just like <laughs> he's like they're just like talking. They're just you know they're just like shooting the shit, being silly and stupid. So like I think it's really funny. One note song. They're just like being like yeah, just play the one note. Like yeah, do this thing. Put a little bendy on it. And he's like, there we go. Mm-hmm. Ne- next song, we did it. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Anybody could have wrote that. And he's like, nah, but guess who did it? Me. I did it. <laughs> he's so funny. So, so doofy. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I win one to nothing right at the end. Oh, man. Then definitely in our top five. Can't, yes. can't, can't live without it. The, uh, the, the lead off of the album, self-titled, you know, they're talking about it. They're talking about their origins. They can't remember the song. But this is a tribute to the greatest song in the world. Yes. Tribute. Yes. This song means so much to me. I love this. It, honestly, it, it is it is, it is, is prophetic. So mm-hmm. in an interview with Jimmy O, uh, KG and Jack said that the inspiration from the song came after Jack played Metallica's One for Kyle. So Jack said, I turned it on, turned to Kyle and said, I think they're the best band in the world. Metallica. And I think the song is the best song in the world. And then Kyle agreed after listening to it three times. At first he said, at first he said, nay, then he said, perhaps. And then he said, yeah. Hmm. So it's interesting. Uh, yeah. So apparently, apparently they like, you know, fucking the D likes, likes Metallica and, you know, it's regarded as one of, if not their most recognizable and best song. Mm-hmm. I can see the the musical influence of Metallica in this album a lot. Yeah. Well, is it is it sort of like how like so how does one go? Is that the one where it's like boom 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 boom? Uh, I'll have to listen to it. I actually don't remember, wow. but I feel like generally like the vibes are similar. Are are similar? Yeah, definitely. Um, and plus, it's just like. I like it because obviously you have like the bridge, which is like that whole like intense, like scatting between like after he says, how does it go? I'm like, I'm reading the lyrics of their scat. Obviously it's complete gibberish. Cause it's like, uh, Oh, the yeah like that the guitar solo is so rad so hard and i like how right mm-hmm. right after that they kind of come in like with like super quick and the peculiar thing is this my friends this is just a tribute and then after that it's like you gotta believe it and all the instruments <laughs> and i wish you were there. there like going nuts it's a matter of opinion uh oh i love it so hard the song goes so hard 
so absolutely, hard. absolutely no reason at all. I made you, I made you wait. Yep. I made you wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some people think that tribute is a tribute to the song Beezle Boss in the final showdown of the Pick of Destiny, which they played in a rock off challenge between Satan and the D in the movie. After defeating Satan, Jack and Kyle recall an incident once more, describing it as the greatest song in the world. Unfortunately, they are unable to remember how it went. So tribute is their first song and thus written four years before the movie was made people chronologically mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense at all does not make sense no sorry but tribute it's so it's it's so funny because it's just like i like i also like how they do the voice of the devil uh where it's the best song in the world or i'll eat your souls so <laughs> and then it just like yeah, like the silliness of like we looked at each other. Okay. And then they played the best song. Yes. So good. Tribute. Definitely top five. Definitely. Yeah, me too. Okay. Excellent. I'm glad I'm glad we're in agreement. We already did Wonder Boy talking about track number something five. Hard fucking. They're just like <laughs> they're they're just being they're just being goofs. They're just being doofy talking about, hey, you know. Can't slam too bad, not too hard, not too soft. Not much to say about. This kid is wild. <laughs> it's fu- it's funny, and then the way that and in the, in the way that they it leads right into the song. It's like, what is happening? Explosivo, which is track number seven. Um, I I love doing the intro to it. It's one of my favorite ones to do. Because where he's like, I forget how the intro goes. I'm up on my faithful steed. Oh, yes. Then we're going to ride and then we smoke some weed. <laughs> and then when he hits the climb up on my big ass steed. I, lo- <laughs> I love it. And then all then, you know, like the bum, 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 then, you know, kicks into high gear. Explosivo. Mm hmm. Oh, man. I love it. So good. This one also goes really hard. Uh, this is also one that would probably be banned by mothers clutching at their pearls. Like, you know, yes. at, at their rosaries. Because in the first one, they say, like, we're fueled by Satan. We're schooled by Satan. <laughs> Writing those tasty riffs as fast as we can. As we can. Schooled by Satan. Oh, uh, and then also at the end, where he's like, uh, I'm not one of you. Oh, no, no, yeah. Because it's like, it kind of comes into, like, it's sort of, like, he's, like, speaking in tongues. Like, it sounds like he's possessed. And then everything kind of comes into, like, a big cacophony, you know, where it's, like, it's just mayhem where he's, like, I am not one of you. I come from the ancient time, the kicker of elves, the the angel crusher. Yeah. And it's, like, all right, wow. There's probably someone doing a sermon somewhere about this song. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, though. I like it. It's very good. It's very good. I like Explosivo is in my top five. So I would say probably mine as well. So for me, it goes Rock Your Socks, Karate, Fucker Gently, uh, Tribute, Explosivo, followed quickly by Kilbasa. Mm-hmm. Top six. Fight me. I would say mine is pretty much exactly the same, except instead of Karate, Wonder Boy as number one. Fair, fair, very fair. Yeah. You are a harsh but fair judge. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Good taste, good taste. Uh, next one coming from Explosivo to Dio. This one 
is very good, but it's not my favorite. Mm. And it's one of the ones that like, because it's not my favorite, I don't remember a lot about it unless I'm like actively listening to it. That makes sense. Like you, it's sort of one that you remember that exists, like you said, like while you're, while you're listening to it. Right. So the song, the song is literally about Dio, like the musician. We already talked about it. Dio was in the music industry from 1957 all the way up into when he passed in 2010, you know, rock and metal legend he's in i'm pretty sure he's in the rock and roll hall of fame but like the song itself they're calling to dio like he's soared with the wings of a demon past the torch you're too old to Mm -hmm. rock no more rocking for you um and then they're like oh you know tell us the secrets that you've learned we'll mix it with ours and then we'll make a good goulash and then he's like dio time to go you must give your cape and scepter to me and then a smaller one for kg Mm. So they're like, Dio, you're amazing, but you're so old. <laughs> Stop rocking. <laughs> Please, Dio, calm down. Stop rocking. You're going to rock your socks <laughs> off. You're too cold. Let's get you to bed, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Grampy Dio. Wheel him, <laughs> wheel him down the hall. He's talking about mm-hmm. the only guy that in his old age could talk about demons and you wouldn't be like, oh, wow, he's crazy. You'd be like, no, you rock, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Then we come to inward singing, which I fucking love inward singing. The concept of it is funny, but terrible where he's like, he's like, I can sing all the time. And then he's like, it's like, he's yeah. like, this, this is me singing inward. And then this is me singing outward, but you don't know when I'm switching. <laughs> and it's, it makes you sound like a robot. Yes. Oh my God. It's so funny. This is my favorite skit. It's, it's, See, I, for me, it's between this one and Drive Through, is that which are my favorite skits. Super funny. Oh, interesting. I thought Drive Through was one of my least favorite skits, actually. What? Yeah. Why? It's so great. It's just a lot. I don't. The the fact that he's like, don't interrupt me, and then like, don't tell me what to order, and then <laughs> like, I mean, I think the concept of like. It- it, that's I'm go watching along. my figure. I'm gonna order six things. Is funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where he's like, he's like, can you mix regular Coke and Diet Coke together? I'm trying to watch my figure. Also, a small chocolate shake. A small. Small. Oh, <laughs> exactly. And then, we'll say we're now. Now we're just talking about drive-through. Oh my god. Right. Oh yeah. Oopsies. No, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's fine. We, we're we make the rules around here. We, yeah, we, we're jumping around a little, and that's okay. That's okay. We, this is our podcast. We we tell yeah. we tell the podcast what to do exactly um but yeah where he's like i want get me the six piece take two of them out and he's like <laughs> i just like i love how cage does the uh just like the drive through voice he's like <laughs> it is funny yeah. the voice is funny my favorite line from it is where he's like take two of the fucking nuggets out and ram them right up your ass up your ass yes <laughs> i love that that's like my favorite line from it so, so we skipped around a little bit. That's okay. So inward singing, Kyle quit the band, track 10. I love the harmonies in this one. I They're love, so good. I love it too. Also some references where he's talking about Cato and Nash. So Nash, Cato, like the, the singer of Urge Overkill, and then couldn't split up Tango and Cash. I had no idea. I had to look this up. Tango and Cash, uh, they're buddy cops. Uh, with Kurt, oh. Kurt Russell and Sylvester, Sil- Sylvester Salome, Rocky. Hey. Mm. So Kato. Interesting. Kato and Nash. You know, they, they do a little scat at the end, a little gibberish, a little, little, little fun, little fun sounds. Um, of the scatting. 
And I think they have another song that they do. I don't know where it is. Uh, where I think it's like "Don't Leave Me, Cage." What song? What, what is that from? Because it's basically like that. You know, JB is like the best ever, and but but he needs he needs KG in order to in order in order to be whole. You know what I mean? Sorry, it's the song "Don't Blow It, Cage." And it is off the album. I don't know what album it's off of. I don't know, but uh, it's it's sort of like you know they're they're standing front to back, and the, the purpose of the song is like KG is like, oh Kyle, you're so fucking stupid. Fuck you. Why can't you be better? And this other dude's like, Kyle, you're amazing. Do you want to record with me? And then immediately Jack is like, oh, don't leave me. <laughs> but like they're like oh kg left the band but now we're together again inseparable rocking the fucking house and kick some ass like they're like mm-hmm. they're the best duo that is that has ever been created clearly because they have the best song and band in the world yeah agreed that is self-explained the road sam you're, you're a musician would you say the road is hard and tough no i feel like this one's a lot more airy and light like um well, I meant, I meant, like, I meant like the road, like as in like touring and bringing music to the peoples. Oh, yes, the road is tough. Yes, exactly. Oh, I can only imagine what that's like. But like as you say, the song is light and airy and nice. Like oh, like okay, so the intro where it's sort of like it's sort of like upbeat, like in the beginning where it's like the road is fucking hard. Bam, bam, bam. Like it's like sort of like brings back like emotions and like sounds of sort of like fifties rock and roll. Like do you, like do you know what I mean? The road is fucking tougher. Yeah, this one I fucked up is not light and airy which one am i thinking of okay so no the road has a part in there where it like gets a little lighter you know what i mean oh that's probably what i'm thinking um oh it's like where where he's it's like right after um it's right after the part where he goes you go 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 and then he's like i'm I'm gonna taste your baby in michigan and then it like slows down like the dual guitar so it starts out like in your face and then it slows down and it's like it becomes a little bit more mellow and then it just jacks up again so it is just i like the mellow part a lot i do too it is the 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 beginning like the verse one or verse one and two like the like the bridge gets slower like it's it's very jumpy and it's fun but like when it like mellows out like and it dips down it's like very cool and i like it yeah very good song cock (laughs) push-ups <laughs> this one is so funny. And also I didn't realize that they reference it in the movie as well in like the beginning when they're training. When they're training, yeah, and he's like, You have to do fifty of these and he's like, It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, because it's like you can only do the one. Like it even says it in the song where he's like <laughs> it's my favorite moment from it is where KG's like, Hey, how many push ups can you do? And then like long pause. Cock push ups? Yeah. I guess I guess you could only do one, really. He's like, yeah, well, one's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> it only gets you up the one time. This one's wacky. It's funny, though. It is. It is really funny. I like it. Lee. This one is funny and silly because it's like, apparently, uh, the song was an homage to the biggest fan of Tenacious D, Lee, who's played by actor J.R. Reed in the TV series uh, and movie. In addition to portraying Lee, Reed performed... Uh, Satan in some of their live concerts. 
Mm. He's also the lead singer of the band Trainwreck. So the guy who plays Lee in the movie. But Interesting. I just think that's cool. So it's like, so they have like their biggest fan and his name's Lee. So they write a song about him. Wait, is this the guy in the movie? Like the, the delivery guy? Uh, Wake and Bake Pizzeria. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Lee. That's so cool. So I, I, I think it's funny because, because uh, it's sort of like they're, they're not even scatting like regularly. Like they're scatting just by saying like the name Lee. Lee. Yeah. Like, if- yeah. The lyrics in this one are, are very complex i'm just kidding most of it is just lee there are incredibly deep diverse and how dare you for suggesting otherwise exactly (laughs) great great song that lee i love him really great friendship friendship test immediately after that this one is cute yeah it's really it's really sweet where they're like calling on the phone bring what you doing hey so i say love you What'd you say? Love you. <laughs> Love you, man. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I like. Do you have something you want to say? I like you too. Like? <laughs> They're a riot together. They're funny. I like it. That like it sort of bring it. Uh, you know the dynamic of what is it like? It's like something in the straight man um, comedy. I don't know how to describe it. It's just by me saying straight man that tells you nothing. But it's 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 the double act where it's like you have a straight man and you have a, a funny man. So it's like the straight guy is like very like buttoned up or like can be like more cool and collected, and you have the funny man who's like zany and out there. Mm-hmm. So it's like KG is the straight man where he's like, Oh hey, yeah, man, what? What's going on? Uh, I like you too. And then JB like going off the rails, like, what? You passed the I test. Love you. you passed the test, man. F plus. F plus. F plus. Track 15, Friendship. I wrote in my notes that this was in my top five. Really? So now I don't know what to do because now I technically have six in my top five. God, there's going to be – we need like a flow chart or we need like a pie chart or something of like exactly lining up our top five because – this is. I didn't know this was going to be such a uh, a contentious issue. I think I really like the harmonies in this one. That was another reason why I was like, "This is in my top five. and it's cute. It's it it is really cute. Like you know, they're talking about friendship. It's rare to see. Can't you see? It's rare to me. As as long as there's a record deal, we'll always be friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't worry, Sam. As long as we always have a podcast, we'll be friends. Ah, we will always have a podcast. The day it ends, though, it's over. <gasps> No, I'm kidding. No. no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Everyone, we're cool. Don't worry. It's fine. Basic, we're cool, yeah. Peso Profundo, 100 years. 100 years, Peso Profundo. Uh, 100 years, Peso Profundo. <laughs> yeah, bring, bring it back to our geriatric fucking nursing home days. Peso oh, Profundo. <laughs> uh, what is next? Friendship, karate schnitzel. We had talked about that a little bit where he's like, fuck you. You took my schnitzel. Yeah. He broke the rules. You broke the, you broke the rules. Uh, then it goes karate. Then it goes rock your socks. We already talked about those. Then we already talked about drive through. Drive through. We talked about drive through. It's fuck. It's it's funny. I like how he does. I love how he does the the muffled voice. Take the two nuggets, shove them right up shove your them ass. Up your ass. Small yep. chocolate shake. Uh, seasoned curlies, and ch- what is it? Cherry jubilee. I don't even know what that is. Uh, where the hell is he ordering from? I don't know. I don't even know where he's ordering from. 
Because he says McNuggets, so I thought in the beginning it was McDonald's, and then he's like Cherry Jubilee. I'm like, what the, what the hell is a Cherry Jubilee? Yeah, well, he also says filet fish seasoned curlies, which McDonald's does not have. No one, yeah. no one has seasoned curly fries. Where are you going? No. Also, right. Cherry Jubilee. So this restaurant obviously offers dessert. Cherry Jubilee, which could be an actual item, is some kind of cherry-based dessert. I don't know. Hmm, interesting. I have no idea. Wherever this is, I would like to go to, because they have the seasoned curlies, chocolate shakes, Junior Wake and Bacon Chi, and Chicken McNuggets. Yes. Next, Double Team. This song is wild. Holy shit, dude. It's kind of a lot. It is. So... <laughs> Sorry. Definitely not my top five. No, definitely not the top five. So Double Team, Sam... Do you know what that means? Yep. Do you know what that means? I think so. You're not certain. But I no, I'm not certain. Okay. Do you want? Would you? <laughs> I will. Sh- <laughs> I, I will share it with you because this one's this one's not that bad. Double team. Okay. Is where there are three people at once, and these and and the two dudes, KG and JB, are on the same team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember hearing a line about how like somebody's hiding somewhere and then and then pops out or whatever. I forget what that line is. <laughs> out the side hatch with the oils and perfume and incense. It gets it gets a little it gets a little groovy where he's like, "Now you're grooving, put on a 70s cool groove, <laughs> a funky groove to fuck to." Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, this is like I feel like if Kilbasa was innuendo, double team is in your face with it. Yeah. Like it's it, they're just they're just going whole hog as they say, full full spit roast. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not telling I'm not doing that one though. I'm not I'm not elaborating. Look it up, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the lyrics and I'm like, this is so wild. Yeah, like holy shit. Um, definitely not something that you want to play at a party unless it's Yellow River Boys. Yeah. I love the Yellow River Boys. Do you know what's funny? I got so embarrassed. I played Yellow River Boys for your dad and Craig. Yeah, like I remember I put it on and I was like, ah, oh, this is funny. This is silly, silly, thinking they would get it. And like they were like listening to it and like nodding along with it. And they were like, yeah, wow. And I'm like, oh my God. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to fucking leave. This is so strong. Oh my god. Oh, so good. Oh, but uh, it just made me want to crawl in a hole. That's fine. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, and then the last track off of the album, City Hall, I Believe, and Malibu, which is a what is it? It's like a compilation song. Yeah, like a medley. Yeah, like a medley. It's it like it's it's kind of like a it's all together. Um, let me let me just check it out really quickly because I almost forget how it goes. I definitely forget how this one goes. I listen to this one the least, I believe. Yeah, it's not it's not my favorite one off, off of the album. Like I I like it. It's be, because it is because it is a a D song. But yeah, like it, it has like the really it has the uh, like the really big high parts where he has like the maniacal laughter. We beat the bastards of City Hall. We did it, Rage Cage. What do we do now? You know. But then it has like the sort of like talky parts. I, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. I think it's the it's the longest song on the album by far. Yeah, so that makes sense. Looks like you know some of them are like three minutes, three ten, two minutes eighteen. Uh, that song is nine minutes and two seconds long. So like, oh yeah, shoot, yeah, not nine full minutes. It's sort of like those songs that are like, um, like where you think that they're gonna like dip and end, but then they keep going. Like I always have that feeling with um the the song of the Ancient Mariner by Iron Maiden, where like sometimes I'll feel like, all right, how long have I been listening to this? God damn, when does it end? Yeah, I think also because this is the last track, I'm like because it's nine minutes long that's the last track on the album i'm like "Ah, all right like i'm just gonna listen to the different thing now yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta make it there you know what i mean after after running the gauntlet the 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 medley is at the end and it's nine minutes long and you're like shit yeah (laughs) but that is all the songs for us sam would you give me your professional opinion and critical your your critical eye of the Tenacious D self-titled album. What do you think? I think it is fantastic from a musicality point mm-hmm. or musicality, you know, aspect. I think it does hit all of the all of the genres that it claims to. I think it's heavy, I think it's rock, I think it has some acoustic parts. Mhm. And I think the the album is not for the faint of heart. No, definitely not at all. Not not at all. Um, I think a lot of, like you said, like mums clutching their pearls would definitely not approve. Uh, but it's funny. It's a very funny album. Yeah. So certainly, like if you're not cool with swearing, if you don't like people saying F's and C's and B's and all the other letters of the alphabet. Um, yep. maybe it's not for you but if you're cool with that then it's really really funny it's yeah. it's really silly uh there's there's a lot to it there's a lot of good things about it and it's 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 just an all-around good time like what was that song that you played at mighty joe when we were having like that first like group play with you aaron and gabby it was like this was a vampire or something oh vampire yeah by olivia rodrigo yes wasn't there like a swear in it yeah. And I remember, I can't remember who it was, but I remember the moment you swore, I saw someone go, <gasps> like, cause I guess they didn't expect you to like, to curse. That's funny. I know. Cause I actually curse a lot now. I think it was, I think it was Lori actually. Cause she was sitting like the farthest away from you and you swore and she was just like, <gasps> that's so funny. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, so if you didn't notice, but that's just, that's like, sort of like that reaction. Like I don't, yeah. I don't think we could put on a D concert at Mighty Joe. No, no. I think the most we could play is tribute, probably, which we already do. So yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you might be able to, maybe able to sneak Wonder Boy in there. Oh, true, true. I mean, maybe maybe Kilbasa will fly over their heads. I don't know. Oh, true. Because mm-hmm. at no point do you tell them exactly what the Kilbasa is. Yes. Excellent. You may be able to infer with the butt cheeks, but <laughs> your butt cheeks is warm. <laughs> yeah, just imagine everyone on their seats like, what the fuck did they just say? Your butt cheeks? Why are they talking about dipsticks and cabooses? Holy shit. <laughs> but that brings us to the end of our episode. We love this album. 
land. Mm -hmm. It is near and dear to our hearts. We love the D. We'll probably come back to them at some point because they have four albums. So there's plenty to talk about and plenty to go over. But they just, they are absolute rock legends. You know, uh, Jack, mm -hmm. Jack does movies. He's all over the place. Listen to the li go listen. Yeah, exactly. Listen to the album if you if you haven't. It, Everybody needs a little D or a lot in them. In the <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly right in the ear, which is actually a thing too. By the way, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I'm learning so many things today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but so that brings us uh, to the end. We loved it. We had fun. We hope you did too. And we will see you later but before we do that we cannot leave so quickly sam where can you find us you can find us on instagram at beso profundo podcast and also on twitter i'm gonna call it twitter i'm not saying x i will not yep. give elon the self-satisfaction it's twitter so just yep. preface that you can find us on twitter at beso profundo underscore and and be sure to follow us on Spotify. Leave a little comment if you're feeling it. It really five helps stars us out. Also, that super helps us out. Holy shit. Yes. Five stars if you like it. Five big ones. Also, you know, that's our main platform. We're also on a bunch of other ones like Apple Music, Google Podcasts. There's another one. There's like a bunch of them because after my crazy, uh, what is it? My... Uh, my revelation. So anywhere that you can find podcasts, check us out, you know, Podcastle, Pod Basement, Overcast, Podcasts, Podcast Republic, tune in, find us, listen to yes. us, tell us what you think, tell us you love us. We are very sensitive, please. If you Google Basil Profundo Podcast, you'll probably find us. Oh yeah, we'll come right up. We're like the first because we're the best and clearly most popular because we're yeah. great. Agreed. All right. Agreed. Awesome. All right. So that is all for us. All right. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>